Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm Managing Editor Justin Mitchell. It may feel like summer outside, but parents around the state are already thinking about the fall and the big question still looming, will it be safe to send my kids back to school with the coronavirus still a threat? With me today is Anna Chapman, president of the Ohio Parent Teacher Association. Anna, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. So, so Anna, the PTA was asked by the Department of Education to conduct a survey of parents around the state to get a sense of how they feel about sending kids back to school in the fall. What, uh, what have you learned, I mean, from that survey and just from talking with parents? Um, I think parents in general, I believe, do want their kids back in school, back on a schedule, um, you know, back to that constant in their lives. But they're just, they're very concerned with all the things they don't know yet. What is school going to look like? Is my kid going to be going to school every day, a couple of days a week? Is it going to stay online? And um, that's difficult for them to deal with on top of all the hardship that they may be going through, having lost their job or maybe going back to work now, childcare. There's just so much to consider. So they have a lot on their minds right now. I mean, I, well, yeah, I mean, there's just so much to be, you're worried about your, their safety, and you're also worried about their, their emotional and educational well-being. Now, we've talked to some yeah. school officials in our area who said, I mean, there are concerns that, you know, you might not even be thinking about, like, you know, okay, let's open the schools for some days or do with something staggered. You still got to put kids on a bus. That doesn't allow for social mm-hmm. distance, that, you know, in reality. Um, one that we spoke to went so far as to say, He's not sure it's possible to completely return to school at all until there's a vaccine. How feasible is that for parents and for students, though? Um, I think it's going to be incredibly difficult for school districts, and I think it depends on the capacity they have, of um, how much staff they have available, their finances, you know, for things like you said, with busing. Not all school districts offer busing, so that'll make a difference. School districts that do, I believe there's going to be a guideline as to how many children can be allowed on a bus. Um, so that's going to require more buses and more drivers, and where's the money going to come from for that? Um, how do you keep kids apart on a playground, in the cafeteria? Uh, what about our staff? How do we keep them all safe as well? So there's still just a lot of unanswered questions, and... Um, People just want to get some answers and try to get some clarity. Well, not to mention even you know another concern. My wife is a teacher in the you know in the inner city, and some of what what I'm hearing is that there are districts, whether it be a, some urban districts and also some rural districts, where there's a lack of internet access for various yes. reasons. Sometimes it's just lack of capacity, um, and sometimes it's socioeconomic. Um, and then schools are seeing their budgets cut at the same time they're being asked to sort of build a new a new infrastructure. Uh, yeah. So I guess what kind of problems have you encountered or heard from parents with distance learning, and uh, do you have any suggestions on how they could be fixed? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good question. Um, I'm a teacher also in my you know non PTA volunteer world. And I've struggled with my youngest, he's an eighth grader, to get him to do his work. You know, um, kids tend to listen to their teachers more than they do their parents. So um, it's been really difficult. I think whether you have the Internet access at home or not, 
for a parent to go from that role of just being mom and dad to being teacher all of a sudden and an expert in so many different areas. That's really difficult. On top of, you know, the social emotional aspect of being home and not seeing other children, perhaps other than maybe your siblings, um, that's a lot to take in and to deal with for this amount of time. And I'm sure that's part of the considerations um, moving forward and bringing kids back to school. Now, these surveys that, that were conducted, the, there was a lot more response than maybe even expected because that ended up, that was supposed to go like a day and it went all weekend, right? Because there was so much feedback. What, yes. What's your sense from them? I mean, where, where are parents' minds right now? Are they looking to get their kids back to school or are they scared or is it a mixture? Well, actually, um, I'd just like to clarify, the survey came after um, ODE reached out to us um, just to have a conversation about um, a document that they just created. It's very much in draft form called the Reset and Restart Education Discussion Guide Mm -hmm. for Ohio Schools and Districts. So they specifically wanted us to ask our members for feedback on that document. And then along with that, questions and concerns that they might have about the possible reopening of schools. So that's where all that came about. And we had a very short turnaround. Uh, We had our conversation last Wednesday, and originally they wanted the information back by Friday. And then I asked if we could have an extension until Monday because I wanted people to have uh, the weekend to get to the survey. And I'm glad we did because we had over 14,000 responses. And I'm sure if we would have been able to leave it up longer, we would have gotten more but our deadline was to give them the information by Monday. Now, I spoke this afternoon to the state superintendent, because I, and I wanted to know what the plan is once they have those results now. I mean, wh- what's your understanding of how they want to use these, uh, these surveys? Because it's my understanding that the draft plan is pretty close to a final plan, and that really where there's, these surveys are going to be useful is for each individual district to kind of get into the head of parents. Is that kind of your understanding of it? I believe so. I think there's going to be some general guidelines provided by the Department of Health and the Department of Education, and then it's going to be up to local school districts to make the decisions that they think is best for their district, which, you know, are going to be completely different in large school districts like, you know, Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo, Cincinnati, um, than they would be in your much smaller districts. So for parents who are struggling right now, managing work, homeschooling, not necessarily prepared for how their lives have been turned upside down, in addition to looking after children, uh, you know, and and having to homeschool them uh, in ways they weren't prepared for, are there resources available they may not know about that you'd like to share? Oh, there are many resources available on the Ohio Department of Education website as well as on the National PTA website, which is pta.org. Um, and I'm sure there, I haven't, don't know this for sure, but there are probably some as well on the Department of Health. So, And each so, individual school district, I believe, is putting out some information as well. So thinking long-term, how do you see education changing maybe even permanently. I mean, are we talking major readjustments? I know one thing that uh, that I've heard people talk about is a, a staggered year-round sort of a model that could be possible. I guess I just kind of want you to react to that or, or what concerns or thoughts you have as to how this may permanently change education. Um, I sure hope it doesn't. I think it's important for children to, at all ages, to be socializing and going to school every day with their peers and interacting with 
um, positive role models who are their teachers. Um, they need that. However, there is, you know, something to be said about learning outside of the classroom as well. So I think in the far future, you know, there could be a model of both. I think now we just need to focus on how we can get education back to normal when school starts. And, and as you said, it might be a combination of in school a couple of days, distance learning at home a couple of days. Um, it could be at home all the time. It could be in school all the time. It depends, again, on each local district and, and how they have the capacity to handle that. What kind of accommodations does the state need to make? I know they waived state testing this year, but there's not really any talk about next year. Do they need to be thinking about those kinds of things now also or adapting the way that testing works? I would hope so because, um, you know, there's usually a gap that happens over the summer when students are out of school for several months, and now we're increasing that. So I would like to see no state testing for next school year to allow everybody to to catch up. Um, We also need to think about just, oh, I'm sorry, I lost the train of thought. Oh, Oh, no, no, finances. You know, our budgets are being cut, yet we're going to be possibly needing more staff to increase social distancing, as well as PPE equipment that we might need. I don't know what the exact requirements are going to be, but we might need masks, we might need thermometers, hand sanitizer, um, all sorts of things that were commonplace in schools, but not to the amounts that we're going to need um, once we go back. So, I mean, I guess I, I just want you to sort of just speak now, just sort of generally as to how how you see this all panning out and if there is a such thing as a return to normal. <laughs> Um, uh, PTA is here to support um, the safety of children and their families, and we're here to help disseminate information, um, talk about best practices, and advocate for what's best for kids. And that's different in every community. So I don't know if there is if this is going to be the new normal or not. But I do hope that we get to go back to school in some way, shape, or form so that kids can see their friends, they can see their teachers. And, you know, it's it's very different to see children through a computer screen for hours a day than to be seeing them in, in, um, in person. And we all need that. Absolutely. And, and and what about for parents? I mean, what's your, your message to them? Um, they're maybe at, they're, maybe they're doing really well with this. Maybe they're struggling. Maybe they're, they're at their wits end. I suspect a lot of them are a little closer to, to, to the wits end part of it at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Right? <laughs> so, so what's your message to them? I mean, any advice, any sort of words of encouragement or wisdom? Yeah. Um, I think parents, you're doing the best you can right now, and that's okay. Um, Everybody's circumstances are different. You know your child best. Um, You do what you can, depending on what you're living with right now, and um, everything will end up working out somehow. And thank you for the effort that you've all put forth, because it's not easy. 